0: When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, they are going to see some serious shit. I have a plan. You've got a plan. I have part of a plan.
1: It's your weekly dose of all things geeky. Class is paying 101.
0: The instructor is Casey Jones.
1: Movies, comic books, movies based on comic books,
0: Exult
1: Video games, toys, TV shows t- off, Professional wrestling? It's still real to me, damn. It. <laughs> all the things you got made fun of for in high school. You fucker, think that just a guy reads comics he can't uh, start uh, shit? So grab your action figures, bag and board your comics and roll for initiative. It's time
0: to talk nerdy to me.
2: Hello there. This is Obi John Kenobi, your favorite host in the history of podcasting, and welcome to an all just not true (laughs) to an all new episode of Talk Nerdy Two Electric Boogaloo. With me, as always, uh, is the the quartet that makes up this A team of podcasting. Um, To my right, we have. Okay, now I got to assign people members of the A team. Um. We have the Howlin' mad murdoch of the bunch, the most creatively named man in all of podcasting. Cohen. Uh, I I, uh,
1: I figured I should c co- I figured I should come back and make an appearance. Uh, wait, I, I tried to last week, but uh things we successfully happen. cut
2: you out, yet. yeah. <laughs> we couldn't get you out of the hospital, uh, is what happened. We couldn't sneak you out for that episode, so it was a it was a murdockless episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then uh <clears throat> He's got a bad attitude, but we just call him B.A., our resident expert on all things guns,
3: beer, and titties, Julian. you goddamn right. And I'm just keep playing with guns. Just keep playing with guns. <laughs> love
2: it. Lower. We will get to the contest in a minute, but uh, there was your first hint this week. <laughs> and then uh, he is... The man with a face for podcasting. The face of the group, Commander Scott.
0: Mm. Hello. How are we doing? You didn't didn't let me do. You didn't didn't cue a a nerd. Sorry. 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 Take two. Take two. He's got a face for
2: podcasting, so we call him the face. The man who keeps the nerd and taught nerdy to me, Commander Scott.
0: Thank you. And did you know? That the medical term for an ice cream headache mm. is sphenopalatine ganglion
1: I did not know I that. I fucking hate you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for doing your job, job so I diligently, Commander. That's command. true. Not a problem. Uh, and I love it when a plan comes together. I am, well, I'm Obi John, but in this case, I guess that makes me Hannibal because uh, I get the name who gets to be what. So I'm going to go dye my hair gray real quick. Uh, <laughs> start chewing on yes. a
1: cigar. Give it a few more years, you probably won't have to worry about dying it. Uh, <clears throat> eat it, Dick. And shit, I'm right there with you, man. I'm finding <laughs> greys in the beard now.
2: It's okay, mine's still ginger. So, got that going for me. Alright, <laughs> so this is Totner Nerdy 2 Electric Boogaloo. Uh, everyone's here, so before we get started, um, we introduced it last week, we still don't have any winners. So, Julian, cue us up with the contest.
3: So, again, uh, we all know that I am, uh, basically, I love guns, pussy, beer, and uh, that's about it in this world. Not, everything necessarily else is circumstantial. In yeah. not necessarily in that order, but everything else is I can live without. So, yeah, every week I'm always either playing with a gun, uh, handling a gun, uh, looking at guns, or taking pictures of guns. So, if you can guess what gun I'm currently holding that, again, is not my dick. Uh,
2: not his penis. T-
3: not not my tiny uh, clip that I pee out of. Um, <laughs> what what gun hey, I am currently fondling. <laughs> then... If you make the jokes, we can't, Julian. <laughs> hey, I just beat you to the punch. So uh, yeah, if you, you did. figure out what I'm finger blasting, then uh, that's not that's not my pit bull. <laughs> then uh, John has a very special prize for you at the end I of the just... night.
2: I just found the name of your spinoff show, Julian. It's Finger Blasting with Julian.
3: There you go. God damn right. Uh,
2: So throughout the episode, you'll hear Julian. If you can guess with any, any sort of accuracy what weapon he is playing with, we will send you a code for a free 30-day subscription to Shudder. Uh, No, this is not sponsored by Shudder because it won't return my tweets. Uh, We would totally shill out for Shudder. Uh, hashtag chill out for shutter Uh, but they haven't got back to us yet so this is just me pimping out a network that i'm a fan of uh so get your 330 day subscription now in time for next friday when joe bob makes his glorious return to the last drive-in joined by le champion himself yeah man just announced today i think
1: no yesterday my bad
0: I i don't know what that means (laughs)
1: no shit, Sherlock.
0: (laughs) i know what that means
1: good good
0: hey hey, i i get that reference
1: god i fucking hate you
0: (laughs) thank you steve
2: with that we're gonna move on to our first topic of the uh well okay our first official topic there'll be several throughout the show uh some we planned and some we just happened to land on uh so if you're like us you've been in quarantine for a while And you've probably watched Tiger King at least once by now. If not, you're doing quarantine long. We expounded on how much we love it last week and told you where you can find more information about it. So, this week, if you're like us and you've already watched Tiger King for the fifth time, what else is there for you to fill that tiger-shaped void in your heart? Uh, We're going to tell you what we think are the best true crime documentaries to watch after you've watched Tiger King,
3: I got a quick question though to, to yeah. everybody. So, <laughs> our love of Tiger King kind of spawned this thought provoking question that I've been <laughs> thinking about for the past few days. Okay. So,
2: <laughs> I love this. Just
3: <laughs> all being guys here, so just imagine you've got an inch of your dick in Carol Baskin, and Joe's behind you with an inch of dick in your ass. Are you going forward or are you going back?
1: Forwards, man. Like, I'm too scared to know where Joe Exotic has been, man. (laughs) He's called Exotic for a reason.
3: Truth be told, his first husband did die of AIDS. Well, like pneumonia because of AIDS or something. He had AIDS. He doesn't anymore, obviously, but.
0: um, He has recovered, yes.
3: Yeah, obviously. uh, Well, Joe also had a wife and has a full grown son, and he was in a polygamist. Relationship and on Jeff Lowe's AMA today, he talked about Joe and John Finley somehow using animals in their sexcapades. They didn't. He didn't come out and say that they were banging animals, but there may have been animals watching very intently.
0: Hey, you know they are doing wonderful things with broad spectrum antibiotics nowadays. So I'm just. I'm
3: still just.
2: Yeah, I'm still. I'm still going forward. Yeah.
3: I just that fucking cunt Carol Baskin. I don't know, man. I don't know if there's enough money. Never said I was happy about moving yeah. forward. I maybe just twenty-two I million dollars. I'd do it. Yeah, if I could kill her and get all her money, then there I'm in. I'm ballistically none of us are going
2: to be happy to, but I think I think most of us are going forward except for Julian. But that's fine. We're not here to judge.
3: I'm I'm kind of ambivalent. But... I'm just I'm just there. I'm just I'm here to have a good time. So, <laughs> so there's our question of the week. <laughs> Yeah, do you go forward to Carol or back to Joe? Like what do you do? Uh I love the places you take this show, Julian. Uh,
2: but to <laughs> You're miss me when go, I'm gone.
1: But to go back <laughs> to your really question, are. I uh I do have an I, I actually came prepared for this topic. Hey, what do you got? Um the two hour HBO documentary from twenty sixteen, Beware the Slender Man. Ooh. Uh which is about the two girls that became so obsessed with you know with the online Uh, mythos and character of Slenderman that um, they took a girl from their class out to the woods and stabbed her 23 times damn Uh, the girl lived.
0: that's shit
1: Um, and the other two like the two girls were fucking crazy enough to actually believe that Slenderman was telling them to do it and it's just this it deep dives into like the mythos and history of slenderman talking about like the impact it had on pop culture and stuff but it really focuses on like how like i understand that they're only 12 years old but those two those two girls were fucking insane um how
3: do you what were they using a fucking butter knife like how do you stab somebody oh, no. 23 times and not kill them
1: no, what I don't it? know.
2: I want to say it was an ice pick, but that might be a different.
1: Oh trend. no! Wait, my bad, my, my bad, my bad. The girl was taken to the hospital where she did die, but she was a, oh, like she crawled go. and found her way to like. Uh, she got out of the woods. They stabbed her in and died at the hospital.
3: Hmm.
2: Yeah, it's pretty <clears throat> fucked up. But yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a good one. Yeah, especially because. We, we're old enough to know better, but we grew up before the internet was a thing. So it's true. Like, I, I mean, remember hearing is... about shit like um, uh, was it Faces of Evil, where it supposedly shows real death. death. Like yeah, Faces of Death. Thank you. Um, I remember that going around like in junior high when people were like, "Have you seen this? Like it's it's real. People get killed yeah. in it." Like I finally watched it because it's on Shutter. Um, shameless <laughs> plug number two. But uh, watching it now. And then watching it when I was in like sixth grade, totally different. But like it kind of Yeah, good.
0: Yeah, I've still never seen it. it. It was going it was going around when I was in grade school, you know, back in the twenties. And <laughs> uh the eighteen twenties? Yeah. Uh before T V was even invented. That's how old Faces of Death is. But it was no it was going around. <laughs> it was going around back then and I I've still never seen it.
2: It's kind of a letdown now, I'm not gonna lie.
0: All
3: right.
2: It's been I mean, built up just get some,
0: on
3: uh, <laughs> What was the uh the thing? What's the really weird website where they used to host all the weird gore videos? Newgrounds.
1: Something huh? awful.
3: I mean, like something Newgrounds awful. Is one or of them, awful or or like Rotten Rotten dot com maybe. there's yeah. something else. <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, I've seen so much fucked up shit. Like somebody's, I don't know how I end up in these groups on like Facebook and shit, but somebody sent me a video of the cartel. Like they were holding this guy down or something and letting dogs like eat his junk. Like the dogs had already eaten his dick and they were like eating the rest of him. Like they were trying to uh, rip his guts out. Like they were, these guys were just sitting there laughing uh, while this dude's on the ground getting eaten by these pit bulls. And I was like, God damn. That's it's a little early on a Tuesday for this, but I mean, whatever. Thanks, Julian. righty. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> the kind of shit on Faces of Death, I remember. <laughs> like remember so that lady getting to death. the train? Wasn't that on Faces of Death, or am I thinking of something else?
2: Uh might be talking about two different things. Faces of Death was at least the one I'm talking about, if it's the one I'm thinking of. Uh it's it's a bunch of different like uh, um segments. Linked together, that are supposedly all about death, and it's presented as if it's a documentary and it's all real footage. But it's it was made in like the late seventies, and it's clearly bullshit. But there's um, by there's, now there's,
0: anyway. there's more than one Faces of Death. There's like yeah, there's two several three of them. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: There's uh, the original. There's four volumes of Faces of Death.
0: Four volumes. Jeez.
1: Yeah. Well,
2: volume one was a <coughs> down, I'll tell you that in 2019 when i finally watched it boy was it a letdown
0: i don't know i just remember i had to stop watching uh what was, what was that a thousand ways to die or whatever after the the slip and slide episode, i had to stop watching that
1: Is that was the thinking... one hosted by ron perlman or he did like the voiceover work for it
0: i think so yeah it was, yeah. It was on uh usa or upn or something some you It was on
1: Spike actually. Oh ah, yeah.
0: See you Spike. That's that's what it was. That's the one. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So B roy the Slender Man is our first choice. Uh, who's got another one?
3: Uh I, mean, I was gonna say, like another one that's kind of one of those weird shock vector ones that delved <laughs> into the uh took over all the memes for a while was uh abducted in plain sight basically oh, we want- yeah it's so fucking, yeah, basically where this sociopath lives next to this family uh becomes super good friends with him, ends up abducting the daughter, um the parents try to get the daughter back, the guy ends up like sleeping with the mom and the or getting a blowjob or a hand job from the dad and banging the mom for a while, and was like living with the twelve year old and then like she grows up, but she's still in love with him, and the mom was still in love with him and then the Dad was turned out he was gay and was in love with him. I don't know. Evidently this dude had the honey dick and was just banging and destroying this <laughs> yeah. entire family uh while living next to them in well, Little old Idaho. So
2: and uh, the reason yeah. he told the twelve year old they had to have sex was because the aliens told them that they were gonna like breed a new race or some shit like that. Wasn't it was some batshit crazy thing.
3: Yeah, it was something like it started out like he was a member of the CIA, I think, and then it devolved into he was the chosen by the aliens or something. Yeah, like, I don't yeah, know. It it's always just... something. It's fucked. It's it's completely fucked. It's not funny fucked like Tiger King. It's just fucked in the head, <laughs> sad fucked. So
2: No, that's uh yeah, that one is is I felt like I needed a shower after it, but it's uh, it's it's really interesting portrait into how trust can be just totally corrupted. Uh, yeah, 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 that was kind of messed up. So, my suggestion starts out very uh, light, I don't want to say lighthearted, but very kind of tongue in cheek. And then, around end of episode two, turns a massive corner. Uh, don't fuck with cats.
1: Nope. Which
2: yeah. is currently on Netflix. Nope, uh, start, yeah, starts I'm, a, out I'm not watching
0: that. Yeah, I'm starts out. Starts
2: <laughs> out as, okay, starts out as literally uh, this dude posted a video of mm-hmm. him supposedly killing a cat on the internet uh he puts in one of those vacuum storage bags and pulls all the air out of it they don't show the actual video on the documentary um and then the internet crusaders who who try to track him down and stop him and he you know antagonize him by putting out more videos and then around i think it's the end of episode two of three he posts a video of him killing a person damn yep and yeah i'll, I'll, I'll let you see the rest but yeah it's three episodes so it's not very long uh, and again, it's one of those, it starts out, I don't want to say like funny, but it starts out kind of like, you know, it's not to, to look down on animal abuse, uh, but it's kind of a, a lesser crime and then escalates very quickly.
0: Um, yeah, that's yeah. quite a jump, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: and then it, it's just, uh, it, it profiles the uh, the guy they eventually find um, and, and just how much of a fucking psychopath he is. Uh, but it's... It, it It was one of those documentaries where, again for the the three parts it, it get kept me hooked um so that's my first first recommendation is don't fuck with cats,
0: yeah, I've got three cats, so you know yeah i, I I'm not gonna no.
2: again, there's no actual depictions of animal abuse they cut
0: yeah that. i I know, but they still they still go into depth on it and yeah, I, don't, I don't think I can watch that, but the don't
2: killing a person you're cool with. Gotcha. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I no, no. get
0: <laughs> okay, movies and stuff. You can fuck with people all you want. Just don't touch the fucking animals. No, no, no. no. um I do not I d I don't I don't watch a lot of documentaries. I I watch some. Uh I usually stay away from the more uh I guess you could say tabloid esque documentary stuff, the shock value um, things. I don't I don't really get into them a lot. Um One of the first ones, though, that I I thought of that I watched this, or that we we discussed this, uh, popped in my head, and I watched it when it came out, and I really, really liked it. Although, I I think you would probably classify it less as a documentary and more of a docudrama. Okay. Uh, Was uh, The Making of the Mob, New York. Oh. I don't know if anybody ever saw it. It was uh, eight episodes. Um, Everything is cast, and... uh, you know, recreated and stuff. So it has more of a, uh, like I said, docudrama production feel to it. But of course, one of the, one of the big upsides to it is it's, it's narrated by Ray Leona.
1: Nice. Uh,
0: And it, uh, it's just really good. It does a a really good job. I know the, 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 the mafia, especially the, I guess you could call it the the golden age of the mafia when the, when the commission was founded and stuff has been covered to death in all kinds of documentaries and stuff. Um, so it's not breaking new ground, but, uh, it was just, it was just really entertaining and it was, it was well laid out, well organized and stuff. They did a second season called making of the mob Chicago. Uh, it's okay. It's not as good. I'm thinking because Ray Liotta was not in that season, but yeah, I would highly recommend watching that. It's, it's, it's quite good. All right.
3: Julian, uh, any more? Uh, yeah I mean there's one that I need to watch uh I haven't watched yet um and i I don't know if it I think it's got a little bit of crime maybe in it. It's more about like maybe just weird fetish type shit, but uh there's just one called tickled it's about this he's this guy starts making a documentary about what he calls competitive endurance tickling, and evidently it's like wow. it's this weird underground like competition thing where these guys like. It's basically like two attractive, you know, jock looking guys like tickling each other and whoever lasts the longest wins or something like that. But it's it turned into he said it delved into madness. Like it they there was like this super hostile take. Like nobody wanted to talk about it. It was almost like um this whole underground thing, almost like snuff videos used to be, you know, like in the seventies and eighties, like now there's like tickling videos and there's just weird um all this weird like crime and uh affairs and all this crazy shit going around and nobody wants to talk about it but it's like huge on the internet so
0: um it's not really crime but it's intriguing you sure it's not just deleted scenes from nightmare on Elm street part two (sighs) probably i'm guessing
3: (laughs) yeah it just it sounds super fucking weird and borderline frightening and i kind of i'm intrigued by it I just want to watch dudes tickle each other for some reason. <laughs> None why. of us are surprised, Julian. Uh, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Way to knock the kink level up. Um,
1: Sorry, go on I didn't mean to skip over you. No, nah, it's all good. The the other one I would recommend, it's uh actually like a true crime podcast series and it delves more into uh serial killers and that kind of stuff, and it's uh last podcast on the left. And oh god! Um, um, they Those fucking oh clams. fuck yourself! You're a fucking. I've listened to like bag. thirty the fucking fuck up.
3: episodes. Those guys are
1: assholes. Congratulations! Congratulations! Uh,
2: okay. I'm confused, but okay. I think <laughs> I missed something.
1: Uh, I mean, I think it's fun. They have a, I mean, they take very serious stuff and actually make it kind of lighthearted. Uh, and for me, it's like they they've delved into like some stuff i'd never even heard about like i was completely unaware that there was a guy known as the new metal serial killer until the episodes came out and like seven people texted me about it huh. um i mean i you know apparently it's not everyone's thing but i enjoy it for what it is i i'm not like i've never been this way with pretty much any kind of podcast where a new episode comes out and i'm like automatically there like two or three times a week like some people are I know they do a few episodes a week, but uh yeah, I like it. Last wow, it's a good title
3: anyway. Easy to remember. No, I was just fucking with uh, you. I've listened to like probably thirty or forty of their episodes. The 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 Columbine one is really, really well done. And then I just think yeah, the guys they, are just Some of the guys like I just think they're high as fuck, like in a lot of the later episodes. Like it just uh, they, they go off the you, you off can, the rails early and often
1: can tell that they like as they've gained notoriety they've kind of started to smell their own farts a little too much absolutely but, like I really I really want them to go back because like they hit a lot of like the quote heavy hitters at the beginning and only did like two or three it was, like only did like you know the the new metal killer again someone like a serial killer that a lot of people have probably never heard of or a murderer that a lot a lot of people have probably never heard of Um has, like, a two-part episode, but the Zodiac Killer is a one-part because they were just trying to, like, get their name out there at the beginning, so they were trying to, like, deep-dive into some of this stuff, and I guess they're starting to kind of go back and do, uh... Um... Like, they're going back and deep-diving into some of those people they did at the beginning of the series again. But, like... And I'm with you to a point again, Julian, like, I'm not going to pay, like, $170 to go listen to those dudes do a live episode or anything like that. Lord. Fuck no. Yeah. Well, no. If I'm, if I'm going to shell out anything for that, it's going to be $300 to go see Letterkenny.
3: Yeah, sure. exactly.
1: But, uh, yeah, those
3: worth... dudes, man, it took them, like, 20 episodes to really find their groove, too, because the first few episodes are just, oh, like... Yeah. What's his name? Henry or something? Like, the one dude is just completely messed out the entire, like, first... <laughs> Twenty episodes like he's on cloud nine just wow. fucking 100 miles a minute you can barely understand what he's talking about but then after that like they kind of find their pace um they hit some really good topics like i said their one on columbine might be the best podcast i've ever listened to about columbine um wow. they kind of delve really into like the uh not really so much about the crime because there, a lot of people know about it but they talk a lot of it about the oh, yeah. uh, the cultural after effects especially like when tumblr was still a thing about how there was this whole subculture dedicated uh-huh to the two kids from Columbine and how the one guy who was actually like a psychopath would have hated that. And the other guy was just, out we would have fucking self. hated it.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. That was the last, have, like, like
3: girls getting tattoos of their names and like the silhouettes of them walking down the hallway. Like it's the yeah, craziest uh, shit I've ever heard of.
1: It'll pop up on like trashy or like insane reddits or like stuff like that. And it'll be like, people will get like the worst one I saw was it was a, "Quote couples tattoo," and they got the silhouette of the two guys from the security camera walking through the cafeteria.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. What is it,
1: Dylan and um,
3: Kevin, or something like that? Whatever their name, Matt and Dylan was.
1: Yeah, it uh, Dylan and something. I can't remember the yeah. other guy's name. Fuck, um, who cares? But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Julian, have you ever read like there was a book that came out? I want to say it was like twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen. It was just called Columbine, and the guy waited until like he didn't even start writing it until 2009 because he wanted like because he wanted to deep bat, he like he wanted to deep dive into like all the rumors of like the trench coat mafia and he like really goes back and like compares all these stories talks to people that were like part of it and that kind of stuff and it's basically this no nonsense um You know, all the sensationalized shit from the media and all like the underground rumors and stuff. He touches on all of that, but he really just tries to get to the center of all of it and not cover any of the fluff. And it was I don't read nonfiction and it was a hard and depressing read, but it was also absolutely enthralling. So.
3: Well, I'll check it out. Dylan and Eric. That's who it was. There you
2: go.
1: Thank you.
3: Yeah, no. well,
2: <clears throat>
3: yeah, I gotta transition to that. Sorry, uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, no easy you really transition. Yeah,
3: honestly, there's, I need to shower after talking about Columbine uh, for as long as we did. So, because, I mean, how, about, how about a true life uh,
2: series that may or may not have inspired one of our favorite fictional movie series? Uh, there's a documentary, I believe it's on Netflix, called Evil Genius. Uh, it starts out with a guy walks into a bank, hands the teller a note, uh, and says, uh, I'm here for all the money, I have a gun, uh, and, and robs the bank and is found hours later dead when a collar strapped to his neck, filled with explosives, detonated and killed him. Hmm. Uh, this is a true story, uh, called Evil Genius that may or may not have been the inspiration behind Saw. Uh, literally. This poor dude was a pizza delivery driver who was knocked out, uh, woke up and found a collar attached to his neck with had explosives on it, and was told to go rob this bank or we will detonate the explosives around your neck uh, It's also the
1: that was the premise for that what 60, 30 minutes or less or whatever movie with: Yes, Seth Rogen? Danny
3: McBride, yeah yeah but um, he in that too
1: yeah. yeah, he was one of the he was one of the like kidnapper guys.
3: Yeah, because they wore the weird bear costumes or bear mask or something. Yeah.
2: So yeah, it's the investigation, which is it's one of those uh, full of twists and turns, and uh, the documentary is not afraid to follow down some some rabbit holes, like we like to say here. Um, really intriguing, and again, it's one of those if it didn't <laughs> really happen, I wouldn't believe it kind of stories. So check that out, Evil Genius. Damn. Yeah, I don't want to say too much because it's one of those like, the, the again, the, the deeper you get the crazier it is.
0: I've seen that one pop up on my feed uh, a couple of times but I've never clicked on it.
2: It's I'll a good to, watch.
0: I have to check that one out. Seems interesting.
2: Who's up? I've got one more.
1: I got um, one. No more. Okay.
2: Scott, I think we're on you.
0: That's fine. Now, um, when it comes to documentaries like I said, I do watch documentaries uh uh they they but they they tend to be a little bit more on the like you know, nerdy side and stuff. Um as far as crime side. And I love anything by Ken Burns. I don't know if okay. anybody's watched any yeah. Ken Burns is yes. he's like one of the best, if not the best, documentary documentarian, I guess is the term that's around. Um <laughs> but with the crime uh, aspect uh, he did one on prohibition, which was which was very good. Uh, it's one of his shorter ones, uh, and I, I would highly recommend it. Um, Isn't it still like eight hours? Yeah, yeah. Everything
1: Ken we... Burns does about eight hours long.
0: Yeah. No, 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 no. Like <laughs> the Civil War and World War II and Vietnam, they all they all go like. 20 some hours or some shit.
1: I meant like on the shorter side isn't everything he does yeah. about 8 hours.
0: Oh yeah yeah. Um but this one was really good cuz this is the the one that I learned that it was not the temperance movement that was behind prohibition. In fact, the temperance movement did not want prohibition. They were against it. Um it was a gentleman who Oh wait, wait, I know this
2: answer. Who was behind prohibition? carol fucking
0: baskin <laughs> that's it i'm out Later. <laughs> um no no it was it was actually it was a gentleman who was a, a member of the temperance movement but they were too light for him so he went off and started the the teetobers <laughs> movement uh and the he's Saul the, 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 the saw guerrera of the temperance <laughs> movement yes exactly um and and the reason that the temperance movement was actually against prohibition is because the entire purpose of the, the the temperance movement is not that they don't want people to drink. I mean, they don't, but that that's not their viewpoint. They want people to turn away from temptation, and if you remove temptation, they don't have the choice. They want people to make consciously the right choice. That's their entire viewpoint, and I found that extremely interesting. When huh. I watch that documentary, so but anything about Ken Martins I highly recommend. Go watch it. It's it's good shit.
2: Tacox, I always know something new from you.
0: Uh, well, I mean, if, if you look at the readers for uh the you know, prohibition, it's uh um uh uh shit, I can't remember his name now. Damn it. <laughs> Third Rock from the Sun, dude. Uh I John no, John Lithgow. Oh. You know, is a is a reader in it. Uh, Kevin Conroy right? yeah. is a is a reader in it. So, yeah, he's he's got lots of A list, well, B list, whatever. A list in my book. Damn it, people! And I'd
1: say John Lithgow's an A list actor. I would too. Again,
2: I said French Stewart. I don't think he's in it. <laughs> That's fair. I don't think he's been in anything since uh, Inspector Gadget Two wow yeah. Uh, uh julian did you say you had one more
3: yeah i was just gonna say uh it's not really a docu-series but there's three separate movies about uh the west memphis three they're all called like paradise lost um uh, paradise <laughs> yeah it's not the book of poetry uh it's about you know <laughs> it's about the west memphis three uh you know damian Eccles was it jesse lloyd and jason baldwin or something like that um Basically the three little kids were uh, murdered on the outside of, uh, uh, West Memphis, uh, Newark was it West Memphis, Arkansas. I think is what it's called. Um, cause it's right across the river in the Arkansas border. And they were like three little kids were like beaten and, uh, drowned. And then they found these three kids. Um, so they were all Satanists. And they were performing a satanic ritual and they were all sentenced to either, uh, life imprisonment or sentenced to death. And then the three movies kind of followed the court case. Um, uh, sorry, the plea bargains, um, the suspended sentences, the, the agreements, the, the, what is it? The, um, starts with an A, what's it called? Anyways, it just follows basically the 20, almost 30 years, um, since the original appeals. There you go. Couldn't, I have a brain fart. Uh, but yeah, so the murders actually happened in 93. They were convicted in 94. They spent the better part of their lives behind bars for a crime that Basically, they've proven they did not commit. So it just follows the three of these poor, sad fuckers that just loved heavy metal and uh, got basically put in prison because um, the wave of uh, Satan has taken over the United States. that started like in the 50s. Um, they paid the ultimate price for it. And it's just kind of three interesting takes at three different points in their lives. All
2: right. Uh, my last one then uh so it's going to tie back into Tiger King so we've firmly established that Tiger King is about three very different cult leaders leading three <laughs> very different cults you know Carol has her, her color coded cult Joe has his I'll make you gay cult
0: <laughs>
2: and then uh, Doc Antal uh has his weird I'm, I'll make you lady, a wife" cult <laughs> lady tiger cult uh I'm pretty sure he does Diana anyway uh so I was like okay let's see the cults um There's one called Wild Wild Country, which is literally about a cult in the 80s who went off and formed their entire own city in uh, Utah. I had it pulled up
0: so I could talk about it. Scrolly, scrolly, scrolly. Scrolly.
2: Damn it, I lost it.
0: Do 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 do,
2: do, do. No, 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 no. I, had, I had it on. Anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, this cult that basically formed an entire city out in like Oklahoma or somewhere, and just how the entire cult eventually imploded on itself. Um, but it was really fascinating. Uh, here we go. Yeah, Wild Wild Country. <laughs> Uh, followers who took over a desert area in the early 1980s is a and this is the the description twisted tale of guns sex immigration fraud wiretapping mass food poisoning and attempted assassinations damn
3: yeah
1: sounds like a tuesday (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ
2: uh it was really good uh for something i had i never heard of this at all before i watched the documentary on it so i had no like frame of reference for it um but it was just uh, another one of those like every time you think it's, it's gotten you've turned the corner on the craziness they they find another way
0: uh, what's this called again
2: wild wild country it's on netflix
0: was really, not wasn't the name that
2: like, the thing
3: <laughs> wouldn't doc anna part of that
2: um not that i recall but maybe
3: I thought that was like I mean, the weird sex cult he grew up with.
2: <laughs> it would be awesome if they were linked, but I honestly don't know if they were or not. I don't either. There's your contest. Uh, yeah, hope we got to go listen. Yep. Any other true crime documentaries or anything uh, to, to help you scratch that itch of Tiger King? All right, then. Just watch Uh, Tiger King
3: again. Was (laughs) that? Just watch Tiger King again. If there's (laughs) ever any doubt, just put it back on. Uh, Well, they did
2: put up a new quote, new episode. uh, That's uh, Joel McHale skyping a bunch of people from the show, uh, asking questions that we've already found most of the answers to. Uh, Can we
1: talk about uh, if you watch it and can focus on anything but Joel McHale's shitty hair? Uh, I'm really, I think maybe really you're a more
2: invested in Joel McHale and the rest of it. Dude,
1: It's like all I could fucking look at. I'm like, you're in your mid to late 40s and you have hair like a goth guy in like the early 2000s right now.
3: I mean, he kind of leaned into it. I think he was supposed to be looking like, hey, I'm just a regular old guy. I can't, you know, get a haircut or shower every day. I'm just like you all.
1: So it's valid. That's all
2: I can think of now is the uh, uh, Chris Farley bit from SNL. I don't fit in normal clothes, I don't brush my teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right, then moving on. Our next topic today, which I think we'll have a bit more to bite off. Uh, we gave you a brief tease of it last week. Uh, before we knew it was going to be a topic this week so last week we talked about and this week we'll expound on most overrated movies uh, those movies that everyone just seems to love and to use Julian parlance everyone just loves to suck the dick of um, and we're going to say no no that movie sucks and here's why uh, and Julian I think you got us on this topic so I'll let you take the first yeah, one yeah
3: so I, I, I'm I am a big fan of Crime movies. Uh, I think Goodfellas is one of the greatest movies of all time. It's in my top ten. Casino is in maybe my top fifty. Um, and I watch a lot of crime movies, just like we've talked about crime dramas and docu series, podcasts, everything else. Everybody's <laughs> fascinated with crime. Um, but I just, I really think that the the daddy of all these crime movies the fucking godfather is just the most overrated piece of shit ever made um as this i use the same quote from family guy i used last week it insists upon itself and just none of the movies make any sense um i just think they're old bullshit dramatized uh just love songs the fucking old country mafia that i don't know ever truly existed i think it's just it's fucking gay brando sucks um and Pacino is okay, but De Niro sucks. And uh, it's just, a sh- it's stupid. The M- Michael Corleone and the horse head in the fucking bed and all that shit. Like, it's just, it's fucking stupid. I've never even seen all of them all the way through because I refuse to watch it because I just get so fucking bored with hell. Just like Coron said, basically uh, Coppola is just like smelling his farts the whole time he's there watching <laughs> <laughs> Sucking each other's asses the whole time. And it's it's just so fucking pedantic and awful. I just I I hate The Godfather and I hate people who love it and I think they're all stupid. And to me, it's the most overrated movie, series, movie and series of all time. Because everybody says, you know, one and two are the best and then three doesn't count because Sophia Coppola's in it or some
1: bullshit. It's so
2: fucking bad. <laughs> yeah, well,
1: but no
0: one's gonna argue with you sure.
2: about Godfather Three being
0: shitty. I would never watch Godfather Three. I will argue about Godfather Three being shitty all day long,
2: because you like stories about cousin incest in your mafia movies. Yes, because
0: once uh, again, broad spectrum antibiotics doing great stuff Um, (laughs) doesn't doesn't do anything for incest. Yeah, fucking retarded babies
3: with arms going out of their ass. That doesn't. (laughs) And this is Julian. Yeah, I'm into incest. Yeah, now, The I'm guy just... who
0: said, please send me your incest stories. Now, yeah, genetically, that looking... only happens if you're talking like, you know, third, fourth generation incest here. I'm and a... I don't even think. I'm think right think now looking up incest cousin... videos. I think the man I mean, on First Cousin. Why is, is this a conversation we're having? <laughs> it's been lifted. Now, uh, um, but anyway, so you and I briefly touched upon this last week. And I, I think, and I'm not trying to dissuade you. Don't get me wrong. You got your opinion. That's fine. I'm cool with it. But one of the big mistakes with The Godfather is that it's a mafia movie. It's a crime movie. It is not a mafia movie. That's just kind of a backdrop. It's, really? It's, the it's, Godfather it's, yes, is, is not, not a, mafia a movie? It is not a mafia movie. Even Mario Puzo himself says that it's not a mafia movie. It's not a mafia story. It's a modern-day telling of a Greek king with three sons. It's about a family, and it's just a drama. It's about a dynasty that implodes upon itself. Uh, it just uses the mafia or a romanticized version of the mafia like you say that never really existed as a backdrop, as a context. If you want to watch a mafia movie, I hopefully agree with you. Do not watch The Godfather. Go watch Goodfellas. But uh, I do like The Godfather. Uh, I like Godfather Part 2. Uh... Uh, they're they're both great movies. In fact, they're they're really one movie because um, the, reading the book, they're they're both from one book. Um, I like three. Uh, it's not as good as one and two, and the problem with three is that it tries to be a crime movie. It tries to be a mafia movie, and that's why it's so much worse than one and two, is because it there. There was no Mario Puzo. It was it was just Coppola. And Coppola didn't know what the fuck the series was about. Uh Coppola without Mario Puzo is uh pedantic at best. It's an okay movie. I'll watch it and I enjoy watching it, but it's not one of the two. But yeah, the Godfather is not a mafia movie. Your it's
3: explanation mon- made it sound even gayer, and I hate it <laughs> even more now.
2: <laughs> well, fine, I was going to say, "Good job, Scott." That's uh, that helps put it in context. That's uh, a way I've never thought of the
0: Godfather before. So, but yeah. Anyway, that makes sense. That's just my two cents on the subject for Godfather.
2: That's fair. Uh, who wants to follow that up? <laughs>
1: sure. Since we're bashing movies that are critically acclaimed and considered some things. Uh, Consider the best of all time. Um, I think I know where you're you going. Take away, if you take away the visuals of it, I have no idea why Avatar is considered this fantastic and great movie, and why it was the oh, highest grossing fucked. thing of all time. No, that movie I'm, fucking sucks.
0: Preach! It is preach. a shitty remake of Dances that, with well. It's it fun Gully. It's fucking. Uh, it's, a it's a I'm simplistic. It's a
1: simplistic, boring story with characters I don't like. They don't make you give a shit about anyone in that movie. Anyone? Hey, I gave a cool. shit about Stephen Lang. I wanted his ass to. Uh, no, I give a shit about Stephen Lang because he's Stephen Lang, not because he's in Avatar. Um, like holy fucking shit! In three hours? God, I hate Lord of the Rings, but I'd rather watch that
2: preach if i only get one james cameron movie every 10 years it better be
1: fucking three hours long we've been waiting 12 years on a sequel jesus fucking christ why didn't they film like three sequels
3: at the same time or something they just been fucking
1: cares
3: just
2: who fucking cares because because james and i do right here i'll go see it me and all of china will go see it uh no no look <laughs> you can like what you like you can hate what you hate i'm not gonna try to argue uh your or change your opinion on it. that's fine but uh i am so sick of the fucking blue smurf it's fern gully bullshit no that's what science fiction does it's a tale you already know the bones of because what it's about is not the the Story It's about introducing this entire world and an entire new culture and literally an entire new ecosystem to an audience. So, we've got to tell a story that people can follow along because you're supposed to be paying attention to the world that's building, not necessarily Ooh. this story, because um, it's meant to be the world future stories follow in. And I'm so sorry, you basically,
3: you... just said story doesn't matter, it's all about visuals. That's literally what you just said. That's fine. all I got. So, it
2: matter, it's all about visuals, so then, you're, you're, in the you're... same way that Star Wars doesn't matter because we all know the story of Star Wars. That's just all the uh, uh, samurai movies and cowboy movies together.
1: So fuck Star Wars. Star, Wars made, me, it's Star not Wars made me give a shit about the characters. I didn't give a flying fuck about that's on anyone you, in Avatar. That's on you, dude. No, that's that on storytelling and bad writing. Just Jesus Jesus Christ. You didn't you didn't care about Jake at
2: all, one iota the entire movie? You can't empathize with somebody like that? You can't see his motivations
1: his, or his desires. I, I cared that he was on screen and the movie wasn't ending fast enough. Okay.
3: I I do want to fuck a big blue chick using my tentacle ponytail. But other than that, like Zoe Saldana is who I care about. I don't give a fuck about anybody else. So, and again, visually, it's amazing. I went and saw it like, I went and saw it like four times, I think, and two of them were in 3D. Visually, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's porn, basically. It's, it's awesome. It's amazing visuals. The story sucks. Um, I didn't care about the characters. Uh, The fight scenes were okay, but. I, I mean, I'm I'm in with Coran like two thirds on this, and I never agree with him on anything. So, I
1: like um, I, I know they tried to make him a thing. I know they really wanted Sam Worthington to like be somebody, but holy fucking Lee. shit, that man is a black hole of charisma.
2: Certainly had enough chances. Um,
0: yeah, when I watched it, it's it's one of my favorite 3D movies. Because as far as three D movies go, it's it, it was one of the best I ever saw.
2: Because it was uh, made
0: for was the three D technology. A, exactly, it was made for that technology with that technology. So hands down, visually, it was the best. Uh, uh, once again, Stephen Lang's in it. I love Stephen Lang. So the entire movie, um, like, go Stephen Lang, kill the fucking tree hugging hippies. <laughs> um, you know, I
1: love. I do love. Some you know, Steve shoot Lang them all.
0: Um Oh yeah, for sure. As far as the world building goes. Uh, the, the the whole uh, from a science fiction you know point of view it, it was interesting except for the goddamn fucking unobtainium I hate ah. that fucking you can't come up with something hey. unobtainium really we're gonna call it that hey. how about hard every, to getium yes. <laughs> every great
2: science fiction fantasy has that one thing where you could tell the the creator was just out uh, like look at look at the uh, immense world of Middle Earth and then Mount
1: Doom. So, can we uh so if we're talking about was
2: things, having an off day
1: if we're talking about things like this, uh there's the x wing something in a galaxy far away based off the English alphabet, yep, so even
2: though yeah, English doesn't exist, it's all Arabic it's <laughs> called the x wing everyone's got that. It's just, hey, look, I was tapped out, uh we needed a name for this thing the last minute, and that's what we crapped out yeah honestly the only, like, thing,
0: the only thing worse than damn unobtainium is. You know, the fucking time crystals in, in Discovery Season 2. Goddamn time <laughs> crystals.
2: And, and, and even
0: that took us 50 years of Trek to get to that point at least. Shit.
2: And, and what are they? They're crystals that manipulate time? What I don't know call what them? the fuck they Oh, are. fuck time it's... crystals. I don't fucking know. <laughs> ah, it's not so like red shit. matter. Is, is it red matter we see in uh, the Abrams verse first yes. one that they use? Okay, see, yeah. So that's vaguely scientific. Then just, nope, time
0: crystals. Yeah, it's it's still better than Time Crystals.
1: So, uh, real quick, quick plug. Uh, Scott, if you haven't watched it, I watched uh, VFW yesterday. It's a movie. uh, It stars Stephen Lang where he's running a VFW bar. It's very kind of, uh, it's this kind of grindhouse movie. Basically, drug dealers have taken over a (coughs) shut down movie theater across the street from his bar. They murder some girl's sister. She steals the entire stash, runs into the bar, and they basically have to fight off the drug dealer and the pill heads.
0: Uh, oh, shit. Yeah. From them oh, trying to yeah. bring
1: back in. It's got. Uh, <coughs> shit. Stephen Lang. <coughs> it, has, Stephen Lang it has Norm from Cheers in it, uh, William Sadler, Martin hey! Coe, and uh, Fred Williamson is also in it. Holy shit. I
2: thought like, Fred Williamson. Was it's dead. pretty
1: rad. No. No and it was, dude it was the from. It was a
0: karate kid.
1: Uh, it yeah. was a ton of fucking fun.
0: It's cool. It's awesome. Just I'm just looking at the poster and I'm in.
3: <laughs> oh, I'm definitely in because so, I've hung out with some of these dudes at VFWs and they're fucking. I wouldn't fuck with hardly. Actually, I take that back. I'd beat the shit out of most of them, but there's a few <laughs> I wouldn't fuck with.
1: Uh, I blind bought the movie. I like. I blind ordered it off Amazon, and completely forgot that it was shipping. Good. So I got a I got a message from the apartment complex. It was like you have a package. And I'm like, what the fuck? No, I don't. So is
0: it, is it available for streaming anywhere? Let me I
1: think you can rent it on Amazon, but I'm not sure. So,
0: give me a second here, and I'll find out. Uh, nope just just available for rent or buy on on uh, down. that's has gotta download it. Enough.
3: Sweet. I may have yeah. to borrow that oh. from you because it looks awesome. So where are we at?
2: Awesome. Is it my turn? Sure, go ahead. Uh, Maybe, okay. Uh, A movie that people seemed to love. So I finally, I I was late to the game. um, So part of this might be just hype. Uh, But I sat down (laughs) and watched this movie and the entire time I was just like, what the fuck about this did anyone find appealing? Looper is a terrible garbage fire of a movie. And I do not get why people love it so much. Uh, It is Mm. one of the most inconsistent narratives I've ever watched. You can watch the first act of this movie and the third act of this movie and be like, oh, uh, these are two different movies. Nothing matches up because the entire first act is in a city setting up this weird world where we have like flying motorcycles and the mafia controls time travel. And just as you're wrapping your head around that, it turns into I'm hiding out in a farmhouse with a single mom and her kids story um the makeup on joseph gordon lovett never looks good he yeah. never looks like Bruce willis he looks like joseph gordon lovett with a shitty ass nose job and i don't know why people said it was so great uh and and, and just it, it turns from a kind of a mafia story that involves time travel
3: which into, is a great premise
2: yeah which okay that alone <laughs> is okay I'll, I'll i'll go i'll watch 90 minutes of that what do you got and then it turns into a um this kid has psychic abilities and he's going to grow up to be the uh, big mob boss we all work for. Uh, like, like, what, where, where the fuck did any of this come from? It comes completely out of fucking left
3: field.
0: Uh, Isn't it the Amish because,
3: mafia too? Like, aren't the Amish in this movie pretty heavy? I think so. Uh,
0: yeah. It's almost like they smashed two scripts together.
2: Yeah, it makes no goddamn sense, and I never understood why anyone was shocked by the ending of this movie, because it's pitched as it's young Bruce Willis versus the older Bruce Willis, uh, which you know nowadays they would just do with the aging technology, Uh, and if you never, if you thought that was going to end any other way than actually ends, what fucking movie were you watching?
1: Uh, I don't, like, were people actually surprised by that ending? Yes. How?
2: Because I put okay. a post about how I hated on Facebook, and people kept saying the ending was so great. I'm like, how? Of course, how, I mean, how did you? That was the most predictable bullshit ending I've ever seen. I hated so I everything the same about Cooper. Good.
1: Mm-hmm. I felt the same way when people said they were surprised by the uh, shit. What's the uh, Shutter Island? When they said like the twist got them in that, and I was like, really?
2: <sighs> yeah really uh no uh, i never yeah. got why people were all on board and again i i i was late to the party on it so i was like okay maybe i misjudged it so part of this might have been it was really hyped by the time i got to it but i just i never ne- I never was i, I did i don't get it um it was just the most again. It, it's my barometer for inconsistent uh, narrative, where it's just like if if you can, you know, most movies, like you might not understand everything that happens if you like skip the second act and jump to the end, but like you should at least recognize characters and stuff. And this movie, like literally, the first act and the third act are two completely different fucking movies. And and you're like, okay, well, how did we get here? I don't know. And surprise, <laughs> surprise, it's directed by uh, Ryan Johnson, Mister. I love to defy expectations. Um, yeah, yeah. So fuck Looper.
3: I mean, wow. I yeah. can't really defend it. I, I know it has its issues. I thought it was okay. It was never good enough for me to go back and watch again. Um, but I, I mean, I didn't think it was that bad. So
1: I hated it. I only hated ever watched. It. I only ever watched it once, and I found it entertaining the one time I watched it.
0: Yeah. Uh, what so about Avatar? You I know. watched it. Uh, I watched it when it was in theaters, and I never watched it again. I remember. I remember liking the future stuff with the mafia controlling time travel and things, uh, and I guess the rest of the movie I kind of blanked out a bit because yeah. I don't. Re- I don't remember the twist ending or the supposed twist ending at all.
2: It's so dumb, Scott. It's like <laughs> it's like you, it took me a while to wrap my head around because the first act is very like we're setting up a science fiction universe and you're trying to figure yeah. out like what the status quo is. And like, right. just as you're getting used to that and starting <laughs> to follow like the lingo and, and all that, we're off at a farmhouse and I'm like, right. Oh, okay. It's just like a, no, no, we're still okay. He's been at this farmhouse for like half an hour. I don't think we're leaving this farmhouse again, guys. I think this is the rest of the movie. And yeah. Yeah.
0: I remember, I remember, I remember the, the future stuff that he was setting up. I, I I was kind of digging it because it kind of had a little bit of a, kind of a Blade Runner vibe to it, you know, as far as mm. you know, it, it, what it was kind of feeling like uh, and stuff. The thing that, that, that got me with it was the whole closing the loop thing. And, and, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know why anybody would agree to these terms <laughs> <laughs> ah. at all. <laughs> Uh, you're just going to be on the other side of the loop at some point, and it, it doesn't seem like a good business decision. <laughs> I don't Scott, know.
2: It's almost like you figured out the ending
0: of the movie already. Uh, I don't know. But, yeah. I'm with Julie and them. I watched it and never entertained me enough to ever watch it again, and I love time travel movies, so...
1: Like I said, I never saw a point in, like, ever <laughs> rewatching it or anything. So... It was a good one-time watch. Unlike VFW, which I already want to watch again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who else has got overrated movies? Well, one of the ones that I've always thought uh, every time it comes up, because it gets discussed all the damn time. And it gets held up as this instrumental breakthrough movie, and I don't know, I guess maybe for the time period it was, but I've watched it twice, and I'm shitless every time I watch it and, and uh it's the French connection and as much as I love Gene Hackman I, I just can't I can't wrap my head around why this movie is so damn groundbreaking i I, I guess I'm just too late to the party on it because it was 1970s but I watch it and I'm like I don't I don't I don't get it and I, I don't care I'm just okay they're they're talking hey look there's there's more talking there's one car chase <laughs> in the entire thing, yeah. and that's, they're all about. The this, th- there's a French connection. Uh, okay.
2: Well, that's that. When people talk about a French connection, what do they talk about? The car chase.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's, that's it. And th- so this movie's been held up for forty years because of one damn car chase. Yep.
3: Just, just like Bullet. Yep. It was groundbreaking and uh Mediocre practical movie. Effects Goddamn,
2: and... with a great car, Chase. Yeah.
3: Yep. Exactly. Okay. Just like Avatar, yeah, it's sense. it's standing on one thing alone.
0: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the tentacle fucking, right? Yes. Yep. Damn tentacle. <laughs> um, yeah, I I just I, I every time people talk about it I just it was like, Oh the French connection. Best movie's ever made. No, it's not. It, it's not entertaining at all. Once again, love uh, Gene Hackman. I love Gene Hackman. Uh, I watch this and I'm like, Doyle's not even he's not even a tough guy. He's not even a great detective. He's just, he's a douche. Yep. Well, you know, I mean, uh, I
3: kind of put that movie in the same vein as Chinatown because I think Chinatown is extremely overrated. I don't give a fu- I mean, I understand... <laughs> Uh, the whole thing with Polanski and everything, and but Jack Nicholson's terrible. Like the movie just sucks. Like there's, it's stupid. She's my sister. She's my daughter. I mean, who fucking cares? I mean, and I love incest, and I, that movie fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, I mean the best parts when Polanski fucking almost cuts his nose off with that switchblade. Other than that, that movie's fucking mm. terrible, and it's it's one of the great uh, private detective movies of all time. Get fucked. Like I put it right there with French Connection. Like it's just stupid fuck it yeah if you yeah, want to talk about car chase I, I, talk about uh uh what is it not is it the born identity is that the first one or is it the second one the first one the first one yeah he's they, they, driving that mini cooper uh, yeah yeah that's a fucking car chase
0: that's a great but, car chase yeah yeah i mean i even solo think that, has a great car chase
3: solo does yeah. have a great car chase but i think i even think like you said i think bullet's a better car chase so I mean, hell, well, any of like the, any of the Joe Bob movies we talked about have better car chases. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, the the
2: um, French Connection and Bullet are always taught. when you talk car chases; those are your two. Uh, like, they're both great, but they're both great in their own right. And that is French Connection was uh, loved because it's a car chase in super crowded streets where there's oncoming traffic and pedestrians and all this kind of stuff, and and it takes the environment into to play. Bullet they close the streets it's just these two cars so you don't have the the element of, of like pedestrians and traffic and stuff it's all about the driving and the stunts so those are like you know the two schools of car chases and then you know, well, nowadays we try to like blur those together a bit which is where you get born identity stuff from where you get you know cool stunts and great driving but also taking into account the environment and the people and stuff like that so like
0: that. So, so first of all two points here one you know, if if you're going to hold a movie up you know as an example because of 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 some kind of a groundbreaking in filmmaking or technique that's fine do so no problems with that but don't try to sell it to me as a great movie because it did something technically that no other movie has done before if it advances the the art of filmmaking great kudos it's awesome but it can still be a shitty movie uh and and do that
3: just like avatar <laughs>
0: let's <laughs> beautifully
2: into my next pick because i'm just going to back off that because if you're talking about no a movie that i respect and appreciate for its technical groundbreaking uh camera techniques but would never watch again if i didn't have to citizen fucking Kane. Nah. why is this considered the greatest movie ever made nah. like again the 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 camera work is fantastic if you've never seen a movie from the last 10 years because all the techniques it, it it broke ground on are now commonplace. So you yeah. show this to a kid now who's grown up with movies nowadays where you have digital cameras that can literally move through the exhaust pipe through an engine of a car. That's the opening of Fast and Fucking Furious. Yeah. And then show them Citizen Kane, and like, hey, look at that. The camera went through the table. And the kid's you like, can, yeah, can, okay. Or you can so. see the
1: hat wobble because they're pushing the table back into place.
2: Yeah, it's like, okay, and <laughs> so like don't get me wrong like and for the time yes groundbreaking and thank you for doing that and it it progressed the the movie making uh uh, business forward uh but that is not enough of a reason to be like it's the greatest movie ever made like okay it might be the most like technically significant movie ever made but talk about a character i never give a shit about the entire movie Charles Foster Kane can eat a dick. I don't care about this guy at all and I don't feel sorry for him cuz he's he's cuz the whole oh he never got to have a childhood, okay? And so he's a dick the whole movie. Why am I supposed to care uh, about him? Cuz he's charming. Is he though? See?
1: He is No.
0: He's like the antithesis oh, yeah. of like being a douchebag. Well, but he's also supposed to be a send-up of the Not specifically um uh, who is the news magnet? Um, oh, shit, uh, William Randolph first. It. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, he, he's he's he he's a send up of. He, you're not supposed to care about him. You're actually supposed to dislike him. Um, Good, uh, but Just fuck
3: Hellman, Fuck that movie.
0: No, now I would never say. I, I'm not. Citizen Kane up is the greatest movie ever made. I don't. I don't agree with that. I mean, technically I, I understand why they say it. Cause you are right. They did stuff that nothing had ever been done before, but I do like the movie. I enjoy the story. I like watching it.
3: I think the camera work in the raid is better than citizen Kane.
0: Again, oh that's gosh. like, that's my point. Like
2: citizen Kane for the time was huge and groundbreaking, but citizen Kane was made how many decades ago? Like mm-hmm. literally the opening shot of it's one of the fast and furious movies. The camera moves through the exhaust pipe, through the entire engine of a car, and comes to the other end. Okay. like, you know, and, and no one is holding up Fast and Furious as like the greatest movie ever because of its technical camera work.
3: Like, well, they're wrong. You gotta have more than so. that to go on.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, the, the next one I'm gonna go with might be a very big case of two built-up um okay. before I got a chance to watch it. Uh it's a movie from honestly just last year. But if you go and look up Rotten Tomatoes top 100 horror movies right now. So according to Rotten Tomatoes this is the greatest horror movie of all time. According to Rotten Tomatoes, I can't wait to hear what this is. Us. What was that? The Us, the Jordan Peele follow-up to uh, Get Out.
2: What? Um oh, it is God.
1: number 1. Uh it's number 1. Uh, the cabinet of Doctor Cal- Cal- Caligari. Caligari, I don't know. Caligari. from ni- from nineteen twenty is number two, and Get Out is number three. Um, what? Yeah. Wow. This is yeah. Rotten
2: Tomatoes. You're drunk. Go home. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> Get
3: Out is way better than <laughs> us. One of those things is not like the other.
1: <laughs> way uh, better. Is Pander four. much too. But it is, is so four? crazy how many of it, it. I'll just read the top ten, and then I'll get into my list. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. us. The ca- the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, Get Out, Nosferatu. A silent,
2: hold on, hold on. It's Us, a silent black and white German expressionist horror movie, okay? Get Out,
1: Nosferatu. A the quiet. original
2: Dracula ripoff, another silent black and white movie. Hold on, A Quiet
1: Place, King That's Kong, fair. The Bride of Frankenstein, oh, Psycho. Which, which, which King Kong? 1933. Okay. The that's Bride of horror Psycho. movie? Psycho. Yeah. Psycho, The Babadook, and Frankenstein 1931. That's your top 10 on Ooh. Rotten Tomatoes.
3: Babadook uh, should be higher, definitely.
2: Now, that's according to Rotten Tomato scores.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, but it's weird because the tomato meter only gives, like, Get Out has a 98, Us has a 93, but it's number one. And the cabinet of Dr. Caligari has hundred percent, much like the variety of Frankenstein and Frankenstein do, but they're lower than us for some reason. But that's not the point of this conversation. Okay, sorry. The point <laughs> is to talk about movies I think that are overrated. And holy fucking shit. I saw so many people talk about how us revolutionized horror. And you want to talk about twist endings that you see coming from a mile away?
3: Yeah.
0: Jesus I did not fucking see us, Christ. So.
3: I mean, I didn't like, see it coming I, from a I, mile away, but I wasn't very surprised when it happened. It wasn't a yeah. shock to me.
1: Like, I, you know, I saw all these reviews on Letterboxd. I saw all this stuff on, like, Reddit, and everyone was talking about, like, how fantastic it was, how great it was. So I finally sat down and watched it. And I was, exp- like, because it was the same thing. I didn't watch Get Out until it was already out on, home, like, you know, for, I'll sound like an old man, say, home video. And, ah. um... It was the same way with us. (laughs) I didn't watch it until it was like Travis put it on voodoo and I watched it. And as soon as it was over, all I could think was, I'm glad I didn't spend $23 buying this on Blu-ray. I, I feel like
2: this is going to sound weird, but let me walk you through. I feel like us is the mall rats of, um, um, Jordan Peele's career. No one expected anything from Get Out, and Get Out ended up being a huge movie, and rightly so, because Get Out is a really good movie. So I was like, hey, great job. Do it again. Here's some money. And then you got us. Like, Get Out was the passion movie. Like, he had a a story and a message to tell, and he took his time crafting it because it took him a long time to get that movie up and off.
1: Oh, yeah. And I I, I really enjoyed Get Out.
2: It it became what it was. Yeah. And (laughs) it was like, great, do it again. And that's where you get us where it's like the idea wasn't quite as well uh, thought out. And it like you know, the, the the hook wasn't quite there. And like, I wouldn't say it's, it's an okay episode of like the twilight zone, uh, but it's yeah compared to, to get out and especially compared to the other movies you listed.
1: No. And, and here's what I'll say. Um. I I really think so many people watched that movie with rose-colored glasses, and they wanted to like it as much as they liked Get Out. Yeah. And that's all it boils yeah, down just... to. It, if it had been any yeah, other director, was... if it had just been blah, 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 like Joe Shmo had directed the movie, all those like yeah. five stars and perfect reviews it got would just be middle of the road because that's what it is. It's a middle-of-the-road horror movie.
3: Yeah, I mean, anytime I see Tim Heidecker in anything, it just ruins it for me. So, like, to see him in there at all is like, well, this is fucking lame. Um, I mean, it was okay. But, I mean, I think Paranormal Activity was better than uh, us, definitely. And don't you dare talk about Mallrats. Like, what the fuck? Mallrats was way better than Clerks. I don't give a fuck what you
1: say. Okay. (laughs) Uh, And and I'll say this. The best part of Us was the I Got Five remix from the trailer.
2: Yeah, no competition. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. Yeah. Um I love the tradition they're keeping of him taking an R and B song and making it creepy in every movie he does. Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> Candyman's using uh Say, my, Say name. my
2: Name. Yeah. I want that playlist.
0: Who's next? What do we got? Um one movie that I always found to be overrated. Second on my list is the Blair Witch Project. I hate that fucking movie. <laughs> that movie, the the, the the genius of that movie was in its marketing campaign. Only,
1: yeah,
0: there is yep. nothing from the time that movie starts to the time that movie stops that is worth watching at all. It's like a bad episode of MTV's. The you got a bunch of kids <laughs> out in the woods bitching each other and scared of some rocks. And sticks. That's it. Ninety yeah. minutes. You're watching rocks and sticks and shaky cam, and just fucking buttload of shaky cam. I. The only reason that movie made money was Mark and End uh, of story.
1: As a horror fan, um, I appreciate what it did for found footage and, um. With the exception of like Scream, it's one of the the first horror movies I can remember like seeing everywhere. Like absolutely everywhere. Um Scott
2: here's 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 all I need to know. That movie is 82 minutes long. They shot 20 hours of footage. So you're seeing yeah. you're seeing the 82-minute highlight reel of 20 hours of footage.
1: Good and honey, I mean
0: that's the highlight reel. Yeah.
1: No, <laughs> and I mean yeah. I'm do I own Blair Witch? Yeah. Have I watched Blair Witch multiple times? Of course. That oh. being said, it's one of those things where uh I will openly say there's not a lot of attention being paid to the screen when I watch Blair Witch Project. I believe John, I think we watched it with Nick when we, the three of us were living together and I don't believe a single one of us was sober when we started the movie.
2: No. <laughs> so, uh no, Scott, you're absolutely right. The marketing campaign behind that—it was the first movie to to use the internet to its advantage, uh, and it really hyped up the "This is real." Uh, you know, we 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 you know the whole found footage. Like they they played that up. Hey, we found these dates. They, like
0: they did. They marketed the hell out of it and yeah. did it
2: beautifully. To this day, there's more interesting lore uh, about Blair Witch Project on the websites about the Blair Witch Project or the Blair Witch. <laughs> than the movie actually presents you with uh that's why i was really gung-ho for the the reboot 2016 yeah Yeah, uh in 2016 and and i enjoyed the reboot cool thing uh whatever that was (laughs) the the legacy (laughs) sequel whatever the fuck it is uh but i it, it again didn't really advance the story forward much it was more of hey let's do the same thing but now we have some more money and it's 2016 so like the found footage genre is a bit more refined now and we have drones and shit now. So you and
1: I, uh, you, you and I have talked about this to were blue in the face. The issue with the 2016 movie was that they, sorry, going to sneeze, going to sneeze was that they introduced so many things that they did nothing with. Yeah. Uh, Uh, That movie could have been two hours and I would have been fine with it. If they just expanded on some of the bullshit they introduced and did nothing with.
2: Yeah, I think that, no, you're right, Scott. That definitely falls into, this movie is more significant for what it did for the filmmaking industry than the movie itself.
0: Yeah. I saw that movie in theaters, and I was hyped when I see it. Yeah. I mean, I was like, yeah, this, this is awesome, and then I watched it, and I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> I don't, I don't understand.
2: You can trace a direct line between Blair Witch and the entire, um, Paranormal Activity and the the resurgence of found footage. Uh, because just like uh, Blair Witch, where it was all about the website and the promotion, Paranormal Activity, you, they had that whole demand to see it campaign where you had to like call your theater and dem- or go to their website and sign the petition to demand your theater carry the movie, which was just a great marketing ploy for them trying to gauge how big of a rollout to give it to because it was, it was picked up for a very small distribution deal. Um, but yeah no like the same thing like when you 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 know you have a not so great product so you're gonna build up this yeah. huge demand for it uh, and then by the time you realize hey you've been bamboozled uh they've already got your money so yeah it's
0: because it's because everybody who screened the movie and the distributors what the fuck am i watching <laughs>
2: <laughs> good pick yeah i like it i can get behind that
3: where are we at who are we on
1: i think julian have you gone once or twice I've only got. You said once. the French Connection. Yeah, you said the French Connection.
3: No, no I said the Godfather. No. Oh um, yeah, yeah, so yeah. When I think about like most of the time, every year I I, I loathe the Oscars, but I kind of get excited whenever they release the nominations because then I get to realize what movies I'm not going to watch because they're all stupid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and nice. the and the one of the past few years that i just had zero interest in and i still hear people talking about it occasionally and i read about it and it just sounds so fucking stupid um is la la land like i don't understand why oh, a fucking God. a musical with these two assholes who don't even end up together um could be this fucking phenomenon i just it's because
2: hollywood loves movies about how great hollywood
3: Oh, I know, and that's why yeah. "Once Upon a Time in Hollywood" is one of the greatest movies of all time, even though it didn't win the fucking Oscar because fuck the Hashtag Oscars. got
2: robbed, yeah, mm-hmm.
3: exactly. But um, I just "La La Land" is just one of those movies where you take like two good-looking people, whether they can sing, dance, fart in unison or whatever, and you just throw them into a movie. And I just don't care. I know there's this mystique and this air about Los Angeles and Hollywood specifically, and all this other crap, but I just don't care. I just don't fucking care. And I think that it the, has. It's, This was long before COVID-19 put us all inside and showed us how useless celebrities (laughs) really are. Like the Gal Gadot Imagine video, which is one of the most cringeworthy things I've ever seen. And if she was here right now, I'd have sex with her. Then I'd kill her. Then I'd have sex with her again. And it just, uh, yes.
0: The the global crisis that has turned every A-list celebrity into a YouTuber. Yeah. yeah, They're all like, Hey,
3: Hey peasants. We're, uh, I I'm so narcissistic that if you haven't been going to see my movies, and you're not tweeting about me enough. I'm going to make a shitty video and send it out to you to make (laughs) you feel better um (laughs) but that's just that's what i get from la la land it's like a love affair and just like the term we've used several times on this show tonight is like it's just people smelling their own farts it's like look how uh, artsy (laughs) and fantastic life in los angeles is and there's high drama and romance and love and you can be whatever you want to be and in the end it may not be what you want but it's you and fuck off who cares it has an
2: opening number about how bad traffic in la is if that's yeah. not targeted jokes, I don't know what the fuck is. Like, yeah, that. If you've never been to L.A., if you're not in love with the illusion of,
0: for you and, hey, building off of traffic in L.A., if you uh, want to see a movie that is underrated about traffic in L.A., watch Falling Down. It's oh a movie God, yes, yeah. <laughs> fucking awesome movie. Yeah. Well it's it could
3: have it's an awesome movie, but it could have been ten times better if they didn't include the whole oh yeah, he's been in and out of mental institutions. If he was just like a normal guy that broke Yeah. The best yeah. movie one of the best movies I've ever made, but they had to water it down. It's stupid. They
0: had to water it down. I I agree. It's just been him just finally just fucking snapping, you know, just a normal guy that that's it, I'm done. So yeah.
1: Julian and I will at some point and then when we inevitably Thelma and Louise our way to death.
3: Okay. <laughs> butch and sundance i mean come on your look. hair is gonna look beautiful in the wind right. <laughs> who's banging brad pitt though i got dibs i'm just saying uh, well
1: i mean can i watch <laughs> can i watch of course of course all right man as long as i can watch i can you know, i still enjoy myself
3: hell yeah
2: all right
1: uh but yeah musicals
3: one. in themselves like i don't mind musicals like uh moulin rouge is solid uh what's the one of, that was about abba uh, or Abba did all the songs for it. It was like the Greek Like the yeah, where the mom's a whore and she doesn't know who the dad is and all the shit. Yeah, that one's okay. I don't know about the. Okay, segment. I want
2: I want a new segment. Julian describes movies badly. <laughs> I mean, Mama yeah. Mia by Julian. It's this whore and she doesn't know who the father. Is. So yeah, exactly. Abba did all the
3: songs. There. <laughs> um,
1: That's all I need to I'm, know. I'm, if, if we're talking musicals, I actually have a soft spot for. Uh, I have a soft spot for Repo. The genetic Opera. Well, come on. It is terrible, come on. but it's fun.
3: Uh,
0: Bef- Best but I mean, house in Texas.
3: Yeah, special whorehouse is fantastic. I mean, I named right. my new dog Dolly because of my undying love for Dolly <laughs> Parton. So um Dolly Parton is awesome. Yeah, she's fantastic I love Dolly. Um dog and person. But uh <laughs> gen- <laughs> Repo, the genetic opera is just so fucking it's a such a tri, it's a chip try hard movie. I guarantee oh. you chip has the blue ray on it.
2: He does shadow casts of it, yeah.
3: Yeah. That's the that's the yep. the waters you're you're diving in. It's it's the least a surprising thing
2: you'll hear on this podcast, yep.
3: yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: I've got I've got one more and then I have a cheap shot. Okay. Uh so yeah. this is a movie that is by I don't think filmmakers, even though he's already on strike three with me. Uh, greatest filmmakers of this generation um, and I was so hyped to see this movie as soon as I saw a poster and his name on it I was like hell yeah I'm going to see that had no idea what it was about or who was in it um, and then I went and saw Interstellar
1: Oh, Chris thought Nolan Love I've talk
2: thought. about inconsistent fucking narrative uh, each act of this movie is it's own short film
0: Fun wrong,
2: when we're when we're on the the homestead and look how bad it is it's a it's a dust bowl for a new generation and look how terrible this is and i was going to be an astronaut but now i'm a farmer okay we know he goes to space and so we get the fuck on with it but no we got forty <laughs> minutes of that fucking bullshit <laughs> Then he finally gets to space and he's like on a ship with crew. We've got like really cool production design and cool suits. And we're, we're trying to, you know, pick which planet we go to because of the, the, the way uh, this works. When we get back, we want to notice time passing, but on the ship, like 10 years of the past. I'm like, this is awesome. This is great. Really like grounded sci-fi. This is awesome. It took a while to get here, but I'm all for it. And then all of a sudden, fucking matt damon shows up as a crazy space pirate guy that i still don't know why the fuck he's in this movie at all and we end up with matt damon floating in a fourth dimension that is love because love transcends time uh somehow sending a message through morse code on a watch to his daughter who's supposed to be like in her 50s at that point uh and it's like, what the fuck are you doing, Chris Nolan? What were you on when you wrote this? Because I did not—I was not given drugs when I walked into the theater to understand how the fuck you got from A to B on this shit. Uh, I'm so really? glad I never wow. saw this
1: movie.
2: Oh my god, no! I, it's it's <sighs> again—the first act drags on way too long. This—the second act of the movie is what they sold you. It's what's in all the trailers. It's the space exploration stuff, and mm. that's what I thought was really cool. And then. The end of the movie gets into this whole weird time travel dimension interstellar bullshit and I'm just like what what huh? Can we go back <laughs> oh, to exploring okay. space cuz that's what you told me this movie was about. Uh and just oh my god it's just it's cuz look Chris Nolan takes leaps in logic. Uh, you watch any Chris Nolan movie, especially like uh, Dark Knight Rises, and you have to like momentarily pause and go, "Wait, how did we get here again?" It, it, okay, okay, I'm, okay, I remember now. Uh, but holy shit, Interstellar is just the the narrative is so fractured and so fucking all over the map. I hated it. it it's like he watched <laughs> 2001. And it was like that's good, but I can do better. Uh, no, you can't, Chris Nolan. That was that was uh, that was I believe strike one for
0: Chris Nolan. In my book. See, I, I love Interstellar. Love Interstellar. You would. Um, because <laughs> I was I, I was not confused when I watched Interstellar. I had no confused moments. I, I followed the story and actually when I watched it and we get to the Tesseract and, and I'm going to use yeah. that, that term not from the Marvel context. Uh, I, I'm not using tesseract as as a Marvel reference here um, I am using it because yeah. as soon as we get to that the inside the the, the space time construct uh, done the, bookshelf, by the same, piano? bookshelf piano sure if that's the way you want it um, That's
2: what it fucking is
0: I'm like oh this is set in the wrinkle in time universe great, I'm on board, I know exactly where we're at and what's going on, and why he's communicating with his daughter, and how he's communicating with his daughter, and the only part of the movie I did not like you know, Matt Damon, I don't know the hell is in that movie uh, <laughs> I that. And, comes out of uh, left field it, it he's does. gone in 15 minutes, and you're like, why the fuck were you here? Yeah, and you got these weird spacesuits that have thrusters in the elbows, the most difficult to control thrust vector ever why it doesn't even line up with the suit's center of mass? But okay, uh, that was just dumb. But See, Scott, yeah.
3: the
2: movie—I I, didn't—I understood what the movie was trying to do. The problem is the movie does not adequately set up any of those ideas. It just I, thrusts I, them I, upon I, you in the third act.
0: I agree, and, and, and once again, just because of you know, because of me loving the Wrinkle in Time universe and the Wrinkle in Time book series. As soon as I saw the Tesseract, I'm like, oh, it's a wrinkle in time. And and my brain just just put it all together. But that's just for me. and I agree, it's headcanon, and it's a flaw of the film from a technical perspective. If you look at it that way, it doesn't accurately explain everything. But I had no problems following it. And and, I, and I... It
2: thrusts all these lofty ideas at you in the third act without setting it up or preparing you for it and then it just leaves it up to the oh well I guess you get it you better go watch it again you just weren't paying attention like no fuck you Chris Nolan I'm gonna write a goddamn three
3: act story
0: I got it I'm
3: just saying. you're Sorry. such a nerd that I, I literally passed out when you were talking about it, <laughs> <laughs>
2: it, he's done it. His job. anybody else
0: I have got well technically I've got uh, at least one more with a couple of honorable mentions. Okay. For me my 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 third real pick for an overrated movie is a movie that's been mentioned already in this discussion uh, as part of a rant uh possibly in a joking manner but I'm I'm actually throwing it out as an actual pick uh Star Wars episode 4. Way overrated.
3: I'm glad you're not visits. here right now because I would I would slap you in the face. No, How do I
0: no, kick him out of the chat? No, <laughs> no, sorry. It's a good movie and I like it. I love it. Don't get me wrong. Love Star Wars, but it does not deserve the hype that gets as a movie. Uh, it, it, you know, you've got. Um, uh, I mean, you know, George Lucas is not the best filmmaker in the world. His real talent is as a business. Everybody knows that. He built ILM. That's the secret to his success. He farmed out the the filmmaking task for Empire and Jedi, and Empire and Jedi, better storytelling and better movies. Star Wars is its own thing, and it does not deserve, as a movie, the hype that it gets today through pure nostalgia. Sorry, it's overrated.
3: I'm not even going to waste my time trying
1: to argue with you.
2: (laughs) Thanks for joining us for Scott's last episode.
1: Shut the fuck up, Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Dickhead. And to repeat this for the third time now, God, I fucking hate you.
0: (laughs) Once again, uh, I like Star Wars. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it does not deserve the hype that it gets today.
3: You know, I haven't used hype. Everybody hates Star Wars anymore. Like, even Star Wars fans hate Star Wars. No, so, they I mean, hate
0: new Star Wars. No, no, I, yeah. I don't even hate new Star Wars. I mean, Solo and Rogue One, great movies. No, no. the, the,
2: the, the whole oh, the yeah. fan base is turned, they hate Disney Star Wars, not the old school. We've gone full circle. We we love Star Wars because of George Lucas. We hate Star Wars because of George Lucas. Now we hate Star Wars without George Lucas. We love George Lucas again. I <laughs> believe that's the current state we're at right now. We love George Lucas again. We hate Disney. I, I think
0: that's okay because in Filoni we trust.
3: And I hate woke Disney. How about that?
0: But is that the <laughs> financially insecure Disney? I don't think there is such a thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Callbacks, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I threw that in. Little... But I, I firmly do believe that it it is it has become overhyped uh, in 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 recent times. For what it is, I think. I would it rather watch, but I would rather watch Solo. Uh, I would rather watch Rebels, Clone Wars, than I would Episode Four. But I'll watch Episode Four, hope all over before I watch. Well, any of the, yeah, you know, well, at least Rise of Skywalker, but not Rise of, uh, Last Jedi. So.
3: Yeah, Last Jedi is terrible. Rise of Skywalker is super disappointing, Uh <coughs> I mean, I like, I like episode three better than Last Jedi. That's how bad that is. I'll so. agree
2: with that. But yeah. No, I think I think as a brand, Star Wars has become over the first. People thought we could just slap the name Star Wars on it and they'll sell tickets, and I mean it does, but people bitch about it.
3: We're I mean, as soon as they open up Star or, uh, fucking Disney, we're going. So.
2: Oh fuck yeah, we are. Uh, like again, it's it's the catch 22 of fandom. We hate it, but. They'll give you money for me. We hate all these new movies, but they still all made a billion dollars. Yeah. What are you going to do? All right. Well, then my last one to end the show, because he's not here to defend it. Most overrated movies. We talked a lot about gangster movies so far. Uh, We even mentioned some Martin Scorsese movies. So I'm going to go ahead and say the Irishman is the most overrated movie in the last five years. Thank you. There's not a single original thing in that entire fucking movie. Uh, the big selling point was, look, we de-aged Robert De Niro. So literally, nothing new in that <laughs> movie. It's all fucking old. Uh, it in. is just a lazy rehash of Scorsese gangster movies stretched out for three hours.
1: Did you, ever, did you see Thacker's uh, review of that movie? No. He said it should have been nominated for Best animated fi- feature <laughs> because of all the de-aging. <laughs> That's
0: I love funny. that guy. Yeah, I mean now, that movie. I is will just... say there was one thing new in the Irishman. Hmm. One thing that we haven't seen is is we did get a different performance out of uh, Pesci. He was not his standard Pesci gangster.
2: Yep, he
1: was
0: boring and pedantic.
1: The realm of things I was never going to watch the Irishman different... is pretty high up
0: there. I liked the Irishman. I enjoyed it. I'm
1: no shit, it. Scott. Of course. I'm you not are. Saying...
0: <laughs> why, why, why does why, why does it have to be groundbreaking for me to enjoy something? Why does it have to be perfect and awe inspiring for me to enjoy? No, 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 no. It just has saying... to be
3: halfway good.
2: No, you can you can rehash <laughs> stuff. You can be a genre movie and be fun.
0: Yeah,
2: you can be just a run of the mill gangster movie. Like, okay, uh, American Gangster. Nothing groundbreaking in that movie. It's a it's yeah. a it's it's a, a criminal rise to power and the cop trying to catch him. But it's well done. It's it's well acted it's hmm. a fun movie to watch it's got enough action to keep you going or it isn't boring irishman is three hours of old guys in rooms talking i
0: still yeah. enjoyed it yeah I, it's so I, bad I, I like watching i like watching those actors i was happy with it
3: Ugh, i love goodfellas like i said it's in my top 10 but god oh, that movie good, good irishman was awful. so bad yeah yeah oh, it, i couldn't even finish it it was so bad i'd rather watch
2: goodfellas and casino than ever watch irishman again because those are good movies in this genre with the same fucking cast.
0: Uh, yeah, if you give me a choice between the three, I'll go with then, Calum, then Casino, The Irishman. I agree with you, but I still enjoy Irishman.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, <sighs> when I talk about time travel movies, um, Land of the Lost is right up there with me. So, I don't. My <laughs> opinion counts for jack shit. So,
0: wait, well, you talking about the the Will Ferrell remake, Land of the yes, Lost? yes, I fucking
3: love that movie. I don't care what anybody says. Alrighty, I I've not I, seen it, so I don't know. Oh, I adore that movie. I've I've watched it. I bet I, when I bought the blu-ray, I must have watched it ten times over the years. I fucking love that movie. I don't love it as much as Hot Tub Time Machine, but it's it's up there, man. Like of all my movies, it's that's one of my uh, just randos that I just I didn't I shouldn't like it, but I really do. Well, Hot hey, Tub man, Time it's, it, a great movie. Hot Tub it's Time way better is than the
2: Great White Buffalo.
3: Yeah. Hot Time Machine might be the greatest movie ever made. I'm just saying, might
0: be. <laughs> Blade Two.
3: Yep. This nah. Blade, Blade Two. two electric movie. Boogaloo. Say its full title if you're going to talk about it. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs>
0: sorry. <laughs>
2: Birds of Prey or the Fantabulous Emancipation. <laughs> I'm not even saying it all. Fuck that. Fuck that movie. Uh, that okay. Movie tonight, but, uh, fuck that. Yeah anybody else any uh overrated movies you want to get out real quick scott you said some honorable mentions yeah like, I had I guess to... yeah disarmed. I, had,
0: I had a couple one pulp fiction i can't stand that damn movie fuck you god scott i'm oh, gonna punch go you in the fuck face. yourself I hate that damn movie that movie oh, god, I'm damn about a movie that insists upon itself That okay guy, that movie. how was fuck that man, honorable
2: man. mention we could have filled the whole episode with
0: that. oh god damn, damn it fuck you <laughs> The entire Fuck. first act is I get to watch with Thurman drink a milkshake and then have a drug overdose. Yay! This is great cinema. Fuck that shit. Alright.
2: Now I'm curious, what else is on your dishonorable mention? It wasn't even worth the full argument.
0: Shit, what the hell was the other one?
2: I don't know. God. Good
0: job. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it just popped out of my head.
3: Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, Next time I see you, I'm going to slap yeah. you, kiss you, and then slap you again. So... <laughs>
1: So that's just our standard greeting though.
0: Oh, you know,
3: yeah, pretty much. This one might be a little more angsty though.
1: Less sexual for less sexual, uh,
3: more anger. Yeah. Electricity. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So sad. All right. Well, my, I
2: believe that is, Oh, oh, sorry.
3: Oh, I was just gonna say my one other saved round was, uh, lost in translation. Uh, I love Bill Murray, but that movie is dog shit. Um, There's about four good minutes in it and who gives a fuck what they, what she said to it or what he said to her at the end. Like who cares? The movie sucks.
2: (laughs) I will, I will mostly agree, except that movie has the greatest opening shot in the history of
3: cinema. Better than dark Knight, Really? Yep.
2: Scarlett Johansson's ass on a bed. Ugh. She's, ever. she is
3: the embodiment of overrated other than, uh black widow like when she plays black widow like i i could not mm-hmm. care less about scarlett johansson
2: i didn't hear a word you just said what i was That's thinking about scarlett johansson's ass and getting a loss in <laughs> translation sorry i just could
3: not care less she sucks she's awful except for black widow <laughs> <What>? <laughs> if overrated was I, a human being it would be scarlett johansson
0: <laughs> no okay. strong live tyler Ah, uh, here, here we go. Here we go. Oh, fuck you. Music. She
3: was at least in Lord of the Rings. God damn. Yes, apocalypse. Exactly. She's Lord
0: you can't She is the worst part of those movies.
3: Uh, are we talking like full canon Lord of the Rings movies or just the Lord of the Rings trilogy?
0: I'm I'm a little confused. I don't I don't know. Like, are you not including
3: me? the like what thirteen Hobbit movies or whatever?
0: Is Liv Tyler in those? No, what I'm saying is
3: the full pantheon of Lord of the Rings-inspired film, you're saying she's the worst part of all six. Oh, yes, because I honestly think
0: Liv Tyler's the worst part of anything she's ever involved with or has any remote connection to. If I could remove her from existence, I would.
3: I think Frodo's the worst fucking part of the Lord of the Rings movies.
2: No,
0: it's Liv Tyler. No, last
2: week, I'm going to cut that off and we're going to table that. Maybe next week we'll talk about the worst part of the Lord of the Rings.
0: <laughs>
1: well, since <laughs> you I won't don't want on that conversation, so
3: somebody's got to throw out Frodo. He's the worst part. Uh, it's because Before. they cut Tom Bombadil. <laughs>
2: joking, I'm joking. I don't give a fuck. Every iteration him. has got Tom.
3: <laughs> yeah, because no
2: one gives a shit. Yeah. All right, I'm cutting this off. Those are our most overrated movies. Uh, let us know which ones you think we missed or which ones you think we're crazy for. Um besides scott arguing that star wars is overrated we know we're sorry we're sorry we try to screen him before the show starts but sometimes it gets away from us Uh, julian give us our contest entry one more time hold on okay here we go there it is if you can tell us what weapon julian's playing with that is not penis (laughs) you can win not my penis not not my pitbull (laughs) it's <laughs> your th- free 30-day subscription to shutter i forgot words for a minute uh, thank you for sticking with us and listening uh but yeah let us know what movies you think are overrated uh maybe we'll talk about them at the start of the next show and we'll see you next time